What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for last night's rest and for waking us up this morning. We bow down and worship your holy and righteous name. For you are God and God alone. Besides you, there is none other. We give you praise, glory, and honor. You are Alpha. You are Omega, the beginning and the end. We are grateful this morning, O oh God, for the rising of the sun, the going down of the same, O oh God. For you are holy, O God, our King. We bless you this morning. We give you thanks, O God. As we enter into your gates with thanksgiving, O God, we thank you, O God, that we can also enter into your courts with praise, being thankful unto you, and blessing your holy name. For you are indeed holy, 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 the precious Lamb of God. Lord God of Israel, we bless your name today, God. Father, we pray that you will forgive us for all sins, transgressions, and iniquities. Wash us whiter than snow, O God, like only you can do today, God. O God, help us to please you in all that we say and do on this day, O Lord God, with our minds yet stayed upon you, that you will keep us, O God. 
for you are our keeper. Hallelujah. Keeping us in perfect peace, O oh God. And we thank you right now, Lord. Hallelujah. We bless your name, God. Hallelujah. We magnify. We just choose to praise you today, God. We choose to magnify you today. We choose to glorify you today. We choose to worship you and reverence you and honor you on this day, God. We bless your name. We thank you for our chief apostle, Brooks, Lord God. We thank you for Lady Brooks, God. We thank you for how you've used them, how you're using them, and how you shall use them, God. Oh, God, while they yet live, God, and thank you for the call upon their lives before the very foundation of the world, even ordaining them and anointing them for such a time as this, oh, God. We bless you, Lord God, that they are leaders of leaders, oh, Lord God. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven, oh, God, in their lives, oh, God. We thank you that you're strengthening them in their bodies and giving them divine health, oh, Lord God. Hallelujah as they continue to fulfill the mandate on their lives, oh, God, that you that you set for them, Lord God. And we thank you. We bless your name, God. Thank you for each and every one that's on the prayer line this morning. Those that desire to be on the line, God, and have not yet come on, Lord God, strengthen and bless and keep and, oh, God, encourage hearts even in this hour, God. Even in this season of our lives, God, help us to line up with your word, God. Help us align ourselves with your will and purpose for our lives. Fill us with the fullness of your will, God. Fill us with the fullness of your purpose, O oh God. Yielding ourselves to you, for you are the author and the finisher of our faith, God, as we walk today by faith and not by sight. We walk today by faith and not by fear, Lord God. No matter what the enemy has come to do, Lord God, to steal, kill, and destroy, God, we thank you then. But you've come to give us life and life more abundantly, Lord God. It doesn't matter what virus, no matter what pestilence, no matter what fowler may come, God, we know that shall fall at our 10,000, shall fall at our side, and a 1,000 shall fall at our side, and 10,000 at our right hand, but it shall not come, not us, God. Hallelujah. We thank you for the promises that you've placed uh, put in place for your children, God, for we are heirs of yours and joint heirs of Christ Jesus. Oh, God, nothing can come against us without your knowledge, oh, God. And we thank you that you are in control, oh, Lord God, of this whole world. Everything that's going on, God, you are already in control of. You knew it. Nothing catches you by surprise, oh, God. Hallelujah. We're grateful, Lord God. Hallelujah. That we are in your hands, oh, Lord God. And we bless your name. We bless your name. We give it all to you. We give this day back to you, God. We're grateful that you've given us an opportunity to call upon you this morning. We're grateful, oh God, that you've given us an opportunity, oh God, to hear your word. We're grateful, oh God, that we can indeed worship you today, God, for this day, God, that you've made. For tomorrow is not promised to us, oh God. And so today we say, yes, we shall be doers of your word today and not hearers only, O God. But, God, as we listen for your voice today, God, help us to walk in holiness and righteousness. Help us to walk therein. Help us to follow your will and your purpose for our lives. We know that we make plans, God, but you order our steps, O Lord God. And you make our steps sure, O Lord God. Hallelujah. We thank you that today we walk in wisdom, O God. Hallelujah. No matter what is coming against us in this earth, God, we walk in wisdom and in faith, Lord God, that we can fulfill the purpose while we yet live, Lord. 
We bless you. We thank you for homes that, are, that you're bringing together. We call forth peace as we shelter in place, as we stay at home, no matter what the situation is all around us, oh God. We call forth the peace of God in homes and marriages and relationships, oh God. We thank you, Lord God, that you are keeping even jobs in place while we uh, go through the situation with this virus, oh God, you are able to keep everything in place for us, oh Lord. We bless your name, hallelujah, for you are the perfect God. You are the righteous one. You are the holy one, hallelujah, hallelujah. We bless your name, God. We pray for those that are in a place of depression and stress and, and anxieties, oh God, hallelujah. We lift them up to you, Lord God. And we pray, that, Lord God, we call forth your peace, your peace that surpass all understanding, oh God. Hallelujah. You would keep us in perfect peace, God, as our minds are yet stayed upon you. We thank you for those that have chosen to call upon you, Lord God. We thank you for those, God, that realize that you are the only one, hallelujah, that can calm their seas in their, seas in their lives, oh God the raging seas in their lives, in their minds. God, you're the only one, oh God, hallelujah, that can that can part the red seas in their lives. You're the only one, God, to raise up the, the dead situations in their lives, oh God. You're the only one, God, for we look to you, God. How looking unto the hills from which comes our help, our help comes from you, for you're the one that made heaven and earth. And we're grateful, Lord God, hallelujah. We serve a risen king, We, for you are king of kings and lord of lords. God, we're grateful, Lord God, hallelujah, that we will make right decisions in this earth. And we pray for those that are in leadership positions, we'll make right decisions according to your plans, oh God, hallelujah. We ones, oh God, and the and even the president, oh God, Oh, God bless you, saints of God. Praise the Lord. This is Apostle Brooks. God bless you. God bless you. I don't know what happened to prayer, uh, but I'll pick it up from here. So we just assume that the, the lost time. Hey, let's finish. Let's go to the throne of grace, Father, in the holy and righteous name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's again, we thank you, Father, for another day, another opportunity to share your goodness, your mercy, and all of your kindness toward us. Your mercy is renewed every day, Lord, and we give your name the praise, all of the honor, and all of the glory. We ask you, Father, to forgive us for sin and transgression or iniquity. Cover us in your blood hide us behind your cross. Now, Father, I'm asking in the name of Jesus, will you fill my mouth with blood? One more time that I'll speak life and health and strength to thy people, O God. Let the blood of Jesus Christ be upon our minds, upon the altars of our hearts. God, that we be purified and sanctified and justified in thy presence. Father, we thank you for all that you have done, will do, and going to do in us, for us, and through us. We give your name the praise and all of the honor 
and all of the glory that is due unto thy name. Now, Father, we thank you for all that you've done and will do it. In Jesus' holy and righteous name we do pray. And all of the hearts of God's people shouted, Amen and amen. Hey, greetings, beloved. I am my brother's keeper. This is your apostle Keith Brooks, and I bless you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Whatever happened to the prayer warrior that was praying, it's all good. Almost it just died. Hey, I want you to go with me to the book of Psalms, the Psalms, Psalms 37. I'll give you the verse there when you get there, but round. I think I want to deal with around verse 23, and we're going to see what God has to say unto the body of Christ. I believe that the things that God is doing and have done is all intentional for the help and for the body of Christ to understand who God really is. I'll say it again. I am my brother's keeper. This is all that God requires to show mercy and to show mercy and justice to one another. I want you to always remember that. Hey, if you got it, Psalms 37, beginning in verse number 23, I'll read a few verses and we'll talk to you concerning the things that God has placed in my heart. I want you to know, beloved, I love you. I'm praying for you, and I believe quarantine is sometimes a good thing because it separates us from the world. And God knows that the church of God needs to be separate from the world. I believe that the church is getting too close to the world, and the world has gotten too much inside of the house of God. So all of these things that we're going through is still in order with God. Here's what the word of the Lord says. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. I'll read it again. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his ways. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hands. Verse 25. I have been young, and now I am old, yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed beg bread. I want to talk to you from the faults. Learn how to get by. Too often we as children of God I believe it become so lax in the things of God that we take some things for granted. I look back over my childhood life, and I didn't think I did, but when you look back at it, you learn to appreciate the things that your parents would do at the particular time you thought they were maybe cruel they didn't do what you wanted them to do, so we pout, we rap, and we raged. But as I got older, I understood the method of the madness of raising children and the society that we live in. It helps one to understand who God really is. Now, you got to follow me here. To read this particular text, that the steps of a good man. Now, you remember that Jesus said it was none good but the Father. So here, 
the word good was really placed there by the writer that had no intent. Because if you look at it closely, it is written in italic, which means that it was never in the original text. So the original text should have read the steps of a man are ordered by the Lord. Now listen to me carefully. This entwines the doctrine of predestination. Predestination in theology is the doctrine that all events has been willed and ordered by God. That brings up the questions about free will, being a free moral agent. People will make a statement, well, I'm free to do what I want. You're right. They're using the term free will, meaning that you have the right to make choices that you please. God, who is sovereign, also have the right to make choices how he pleases. So our writer gives us an insight on learning how to do or to get by with things in life. Bible says many that are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Listen to me carefully. Because when we use the word steps, he's saying control your steps. God has already planned for you your direction. All that you and I are faced with, all the events that's going on now, the pestilence, this virus, the quarantine, all of this is not just happening, beloved. God has ordered the steps of the righteous in it. We learn how to get by. When I was growing up, we would eat cornbread and milk, fix a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, what we will call kush, corn milk, fried, add milk to it. We learn to get by. Why? Because the steps of God had already been ordered. Let me prop this up with some power of God. Psalms 90, here's what it says. Lord, thou hast been our dwelling place, a dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth, or even thou hast formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, thou God. God is in the midst, watch, but he's directing. Ordering ourselves, the word order in the Hebrew means steady rest. I fix you, I prompt you, I have provided for you. Psalm 91 says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortune. My God in Him will I trust. I'm trying to teach you how to just get by. No, learn the method of God. Learn God's mind. Psalms 27 says, The Lord is my life and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Question then he said, When the wicked, even my enemies and my foe, came upon me, 
to eat of my flesh. They stumbled and they fell. God saying, I'll provide because I ordered your steps. God saying, I'm leading you because I ordered your steps. God said, I got you because I've ordered your steps. God said, learn how to get by because I've ordered your steps. Some of you all that's older now, you was once young. And your parents would say to you, just make do with whatever you got. What method is to that? Meaning whatever God has provided, learn how to provide with it. This later generation expect more than we had. That's because every generation refused to carry on the pattern of life that we was once introduced to. I used to say that my parents was the cruelest people on the earth. But all my generation thought that. So we got caught up in not learning how to provide the same method of discipline to our children. And we made the world weaker. We didn't help it, we made it weaker. Because we produce a generation, yet they're honored by God that don't know how to survive. They don't know how to get by. They don't know how to can goods. They don't know how to store food. They don't know how to make a garden. They just simply don't get it because they've never learned how to get by. Here's what they even said, the Lord is my shepherd, though, and I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still water. God is still hard in your steps. What I love about it, God will never leave us nor forsake us. When we can grasp that around our minds, we'll understand that we're going to get by. We'll understand that what God has done for a reason. I don't know about you, but some of the old saints can be praying and speaking in tongues, and they'll get to the point they holler, Haya! Roshababakatai! Haya! Haya means God has already provided his life for you. God has already propped you his life in it for you. That's why the psalmist went on to say, Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. For the Lord upholded him with his hand. Haya! God saying to you and I, Haya, stand up straight. I fixed it already for you. Don't be weary and well doing, because in due season you will reap if you faint not. I'm bringing this thing to a close, but there's another Hebrew word we use. It's called cool. Yes, like cool. I'm cool. It means God can keep you. So between Haya and cool, God said, I got you. Why is that? Because I've already ordered your steps. And it's a delight to God to do that. Because we are God's children. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. That's the promise, beloved. It makes you understand the doctrine now of predestination. Whom God told, he did justify. Whom God did justify, he ordained. Listen to me carefully because when God makes a decision, beloved, it's well done. 
I remember 2,000 years or so ago, there was another virus upon the earth, and it was called the virus of sin. And all mankind was affected by it. But aren't you glad that Jesus directed your steps? Aren't you glad that he decided in predestined, I've chosen you before the foundation of the world? But I stop by to tell you, God ordered my steps toward Calvary. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. But I understand you, David. I've been young, but now I'm old, and I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor seed beg for bread. That means God's got you, but you got to learn how to get by with what you got. That's why I'm excited. I'm an old country boy at heart, because when time of pressure comes, I can survive on a little and make do. Because my God has already provided a provision. Because when I went to Calvary, that blood that cleansed me, that blood that healed me, that blood that saved me, that blood was the antidote that all virus ever since is not able to penetrate. I want you to know that God has already ordered your steps. You don't have to be worried about anything. God have ordered the steps. And if a man fall, God can uphold him with his hand. I'm about to now. Young but now, what do that really mean? What is the distance between being young and being old? That's some young folks that's old. And that's an old folks that's still acting young and foolishly. So what is the difference between them? What is the distance to make one old? The Bible said the wisdom of the great hand on a man's head is what gives him wisdom. That means his experience is what should separate him from being young. But you can't tell young folks because I thought I had it all together, too. I know everything. I got it fixed in my mind how it ought to be. But the older I got, my parents became the most educated, wisest people that ever walked here. Because experience tells you what you thought when you were young ain't what it is when you get old. So what separates me? American foolishly experience. And beloved, you cannot change it. Hey, this is your Apostle Keith Brooks, and I bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to be excited about God. Because He's teaching you how to get by, He's teaching you how to depend upon Him and not the arm of the flesh in this world. If life never go back to what you and I recall it once was, six feet of socializing, can't have a ten folks in church, all of these things have not caught our guard by surprise, but the steps for man, a woman of God, has been ordered by God. Be excited. 
and give God glory. Hey, tell next week, tell our neighbor, friend, get up, get up, let's get on the prayer line. Let's find some strength together as a body, and let's move forward. God will bring all of this to a halt. But don't you forget, sometimes I believe the body of Christ forget where they come from. Forget the trial that we've been through that made us who we are. You cannot forget some of the tests and some of the trials that you've been through. It's what made you strong in the Lord. Hold on to those things. Because if God did it once, he'll do it again. Hey, I'm praying for you. Pray for me. Pray for mine. I'm out of here, and I'm praying that you stay strong. And in the power of his might, keep on lifting up Jesus. He'll bless you. I love you. God bless you. I'm out.